I'm Lauren Dimmitt Waters. I'm a New York City-based blogger and influencer who has been covering beauty, fashion, and lifestyle for what seems like forever. But now I'm a woman in midlife who wants to discover all the secrets to growing younger. I'm ready to explore topics that deal with health and anti-aging, especially when it comes to beauty, fashion, wellness, and longevity. I'll unearth what works and what you shouldn't waste your money on. Even if it's crazy, I'll hunt down the latest and greatest to help us all get through this journey called life with a little humor and a lot of attitude. I want to keep fighting the fight so we can all grow old ungracefully. So welcome to Beauty is a Bitch. Hey everyone, it's Lauren Jeanette Waters again with a new episode of Beauty is a Bitch. And today I'm really excited. We are talking to my long, 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 long time colorist, Hamid Latif, who is, uh, well, he's been with Sassoon, which is where I've been getting my hair colored for forever. Um, first in Chicago. And then when I moved to New York about 14 years ago, but Hamid's been with Sassoon for 24 years as a young, he started as a young apprentice. He went through an extensive training and education program. Then there was no looking back. He became a junior colorist, then a top colorist, and then the salon director, color director of Sassoon NYC. Hi, Hamid. How are you? Hello, Lauren. How I are you? I just saw you. I just saw you a few days ago. <laughs> yes, you look great. Thank you. Thanks. Um, you've been doing my hair for forever, so it's kind of funny. I just walk in now, and I, I just sit down, and Hamid does what he does. We don't even really... We don't even really talk that much. Well, once in a while, I'll try to ask you about my hair color, most of which is um, I'll try to do something a little different. Like if I say I want to go darker and then you take me darker, I hate it. So um, and as I'm getting older, um, I'm turning into my mother. She was a platinum blonde <laughs> and I'm very much a brunette, born a brunette. But as I go gray, I'm going lighter. So I kind of wanted to talk to you today about hair color trends when it comes to women over 40. Um, I'm, I personally have become um, not so, uh, like, I, I'm so not judgmental about what women try to do. I, at this point in my life, I'm like, do you? But there are some things that I think do look better and don't, you know, and you'll probably clarify that. So I have a question for you to start with, and that is, what are the hair color trends now that we are re-entering the world again after COVID? The first and foremost, Lauren is not that easy on a scale from one to 10. Lauren described herself as a very simple, easygoing client. <laughs> but Lauren um, is very specific about what she wants, but she tells me in a very soft way. So coming back to your question, <laughs> what's the question again? Over 40? What's, yeah, what are the color trends are, that you're seeing uh, or that you, you have noticed? or recommend now that we're coming out of quarantine and back into the real world and women are actually coming back into the salon and not relying on a box to do their hair? So, you know, um, a little bit about the quarantine has given us everybody a new perspective. And I'm sure you're in the business, so you've spoken to so many people in different fields about how this has affected everybody. So before we uh, answer that question, you know, uh, it was very interesting um, since March of last year, how people moved into a new trend of visual, uh, you know, on um, camera kind of consultations. And some artists were like preparing those um, 
packages for their clients, telling them and people not touching their hair color at all for more than a year. It was unheard of. I mean, if you put yourself into a client's shoes, you never heard of like not doing your color for more than a year. Mm -mm. And women were shocked, you know. And then on the other hand, some women were like, wow, we don't have to go on the camera. We, uh, I mean, we are not into any uh, in-person meetings and all that. So why bother? And some women, most of women actually reinvented and discovered your, themselves by seeing their natural colors or how they would look without the roots. So that links to your question about, um, well, your first question is about what are the latest trends and it's not definitely or it's not connected to the gray hair specifically. So the trends right now, when people ask me this question, Lauren, about the trends, you know, I'm always like, there are no specific trends as per se, you know, it depends on various factors. You know, I might do a different color on you in spring than I would do on somebody else, depending on, you know, they're all their tonality in their eyes and what they're looking for. However, you will be very surprised that right after the pandemic, the trend is different shades of copper. So copper is very, very, very much in. If you open the magazines or if you look at famous celebrities or some of the people, they are asking for copper. A lot of TikTok artists have been asking for coppers. Now, copper is a wide range of color in the family of red. So you can have coppery strawberry highlights or you can have... um, copper ombres and balayages. So that's the number one color, according to my research and what clients have been interacting with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's the new trend. Does that look good on, on so there's, there's a, a copper probably tone that works for pretty much everybody of some sort? I mean. So it's very hot. tricky, but first and foremost, yes, I would advise that do not try it at home you know, because it's a very, very tricky color and it can go easily in the brass family, which almost every woman hates. Mm -hmm. So, but if it's done in a classy way and strategical kind of placement and right tones, um, you know, that can really complement you. Okay. Well, let me ask you this. That leads me to my next question. Um, Should women in midlife even be following hair color trends? Or are we beyond trends now? That's a very good question, (laughs) yet it's a very tricky question, and I don't want to give an answer which might offend some, but, you know, as an artist in the industry, Lauren, I think that, yes, um, you know, um, there is no such thing that women should not explore all the opportunities, but um, is this question specifically related to women over 40, or we are talking about the millennials, or what? you know, we're supposedly, you know, when you get to be a midlife, you're not as consumed with trends as one would be, let's say, if you're a millennial or, you know, the people of the age group that are influenced by watching TikTokers and, you know, all the social media and stuff. You know, we tend to, at, our, at a certain point in life, I would really hope that most of us are not really looking to that. But I mean, I still follow some of the trends. I mean, I don't want to be walking around with glaring, I don't want to look dated. So I like to know what the trends are just so I know, like, you know, sort of what, what the guidelines are. I just don't, I don't ever want to look dated. And I know many women in my age group don't, not necessarily, we don't also don't want to look like we're trying to be 22 again, but 
you know, but I've seen many women in my age group, you know, say, you know what, screw it. I'm getting pink hair or I'm going to rock out some blue. And I think that's so cool. Like, I love that personally. It's not for me. I don't think, I mean, who knows, you know, I've been, I think you and I discussed that I should get a streak at some point, but I still haven't quite done it yet. But, <laughs> you know, so I guess I'm trying to say like, should women, is there a certain point where we just shouldn't care about this kind of stuff and just go with what we think looks best on us? I, dis- I disagree. I think if you're seeing the right person and yes, you have the right to follow all the trends and I love it. And I mean, you've touched a million dollar question. And also I love it when people say, oh, I love the pink and I love, but I love it on you. It's not for me. So I think you have to have the right consultation with the expert and see. And now the good thing is there are lots of new uh, changes in pastel colors in the industry, which are very temporary. So for a glamorous woman like you who love their blonde looks and stuff, why can't you have a little baby pastel pink somewhere peeping through, which is not um, no commitment kind of color. And, you know, it can just wash out and it wash out it turns into that blonde because you have to pre-lighten it anyway. So answer to your question, yes, uh, women should be following the trends, but obviously you know you know what you want and an expert would advise you properly, you know, what's going to look, as you just said, you, you, you said a very important point that you don't want to look like some, you know, 21 or 22 year old. So when, during my experience after pandemic also, you know, I do a lot of millennials, but then I do a lot of women over 40 also, even over 50 and 60. And there are a few clients, you know, who would have the neon blue. They're like over 50 year old, but they do. But the thing is how it's being done. What's the commitment, how it's going to look. So yes, the answer is yes, they can follow the trends, but within a limit, you know, and you answered it yourself when you said, you know, Um, it's according to your lifestyle and what your needs are and, you know. So yes, why not? You should follow trends. Now, when it comes to gray hair, Lauren, there are lots of trends, also women over 40, you know. So that's a very um, uh, big kind of horizon where you talk about gray hair. I have some questions about that. Trust you me on that one. But let me, okay, so kind of going with gray, since a lot of us in middle age are now starting to see gray and either we're embracing it or hiding it. Um, if, if you're going gray, um, should you go lighter as you're going gray? So that's a very good question, Lauren. The thing is now it depends on various factors. What was your base color or natural color, right? What's the amount of pigmentation in your hair? So obviously there's probably... In my experience, I see a very handful of women who have that beautiful 100% silver, shiny, natural gray hair. So most of us have this patchiness, you know, throughout the head. And if you examine somebody's hair, say that again. I said that would be me. Yeah. (laughs) No, you don't have... have, you're not there yet, so I would not take you to that gray area yet. No, so, I know. No, uh, I don't think it would be pretty on I me. Mean, no. If yet. you examine somebody's hair in the back area, you see that what is the natural tone of the hair. So that's what's going to answer your question is if you want to go lighter. So if you go extremely lighter, then what happens to that? And it's very tricky to make the, your natural color lighter. It involves a lot of technical stages 
which is so the answer to your question is yes a general rule of thumb um, the lighter is better because it blends in better with your gray hair if that's what you're asking so i would not recommend somebody with a stark kind of contrast but in 2 weeks if you're a low maintenance kind of person that's not going to help you and you you have to understand majority of the women especially after pandemic lauren they want to embrace their grays also in a certain age group and they come in they say well i actually have a consultation tomorrow she was my client who was like my hair dark hair with grays and now i'm sure after pandemic she emailed me and she wants to come and i booked her 30 minutes for just for consultation she wants to go gray and see how i can work with her gray so now i have to look at her and see how much of the natural color she has how much light i can go but the answer to your question is the lighter your hair is and that happens and we have discussed in your case also you have very few grays but if i go lighter they will blend in better and you don't have to see harm in that often <laughs> and if it's not like press is going to be very stark well i know like for me personally i used to come see you i mean we've been lightening my hair a little bit progressively over the years and i mean it's funny now people describe me as a blonde which i think is hysterical because i am a brunette but i mean you know that's what i am uh by god and um you know over the years i mean i look at pictures too of me let's say 10 15 years ago and i had some highlights and now you look at me and i am blonde but i'm getting grayer and as i get grayer we're going lighter and i am going grayer i know you you like to tell me i'm not but anyway it's not really about me i'm here to talk about you mentioned the other day when i saw you that there um are three families of gray can you explain that cuz that was news to me Yeah, so before I go there, you know, I'm going to use you as an example. So if we rewind a little bit, and you said gray, but I'm sure when when people look at you, they they don't see any grays, or they don't refer to you as a gray-haired woman. They refer to you as a blonde, and right. you don't have much grays, Lauren. But you know, I would say, and correct me if I'm wrong, um, uh, you're like maybe twenty to twenty-five percent gray in the whole head. Well, yeah, and I the only reason I know that is because like most women during the pandemic, I tried to go. I was like, "Oh, you know, can't get my hair colored. Let's yeah. let's check this out." And I think I got to about I don't know, probably 3 quarters of an inch, maybe. And I was like, "Oh my god. No thank you." And I went and I got a kit. I went and bought a box, you know, like the root the root touch-up stuff. Yeah. And I think I I emailed you or texted you and I'm like, "I'm really sorry." <laughs> for what I'm about to do but I can't come see you and um you know sorry but thank god most most colorists were very understanding about this they knew that you know they they were pretty forgiving and I I couldn't stand looking at it I I lasted maybe maybe 2 months and I was kind of due I think before the shutdown I was about 2 weeks away from needing an appointment before the shutdown so I really was not happy So I got I did get to see how much gray I have so I would say yes at that time I was probably 25% but boy that 25% really stands yes. out. <laughs> yes. Yes. Somebody like you because you know there are different kind of clients so that's what I was saying that with you I'm going to use you as an example with only 25% of gray and the way we do your highs and lows and the strands in your hair um it's very hard to detect that 25% from general public but I'm sure you start noticing it as soon as 5% start showing so yeah. so that kind of that kind of i was 
staring towards that scenario where the lighter versus darker and how it will conceal the grays. Now, coming back to your question, I think you're referring to um, um, different um, palettes of women's hair, or different shades, like some women are blonde or like they do blonde coloring and people refer to them as blondes <laughs> and maybe they're brunettes. <laughs> and then there are brunettes, you know, who are going gray, dark hair. And then there are some redheads who are also going gray. So I think that's what your question is. Okay. Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, so for blondes, you know, the easiest ones are the blondes, you know, because the blonde is such a color where actually you can incorporate some very beautiful shades of, you know, cool gray kind of colors also. And it all blends in so well, Mm -hmm. you know, that, you know, you don't have to see your, colorists like that often. So that's one. And blondes are easier for an artist to incorporate grays or to work with grays because, you know, um, every time, um, I'm again going to use you as an example, we come and sometimes you would say, oh, I loved my color last time. Everybody loved it. But now I want to tone it down a little bit. And the next time you would come listen, Hamid, if spring is in the air, I really want my blonde lock. So we alternate. So then comes the brunettes. The hardest one are the brunettes. And do you know why, Lauren? I'm sure you can answer that question. Because why the brunettes see, are the harder when it comes to grades. They're going to see their regrowth in about two weeks, right? Absolutely. And it's going to be absolutely. very sharp. So, absolutely. So unless and until you are committed to your colorist and you're a kind of person who are kind of high maintenance because you have to see them every four to six weeks, you know, that's the challenge for brunettes. However, there are ways for brunettes to tackle those grays a little bit better again. And that's wonderful that your question before is connected to this, should one go lighter stuff? So now it's very technical with the brunettes, you know, you can't just go lighter as the whole color, you know, Um, you have to uh, incorporate some lighter pieces and now how light you can go. Now you can't have Lauren's highlight on my hair because that's going to look hideous, blonde on a very dark base. So, but you can deal with some caramels and honeys and all that. Um, you can just have some face framing kind of pieces, uh, maybe some crown and pot pieces. And the fun part is, which I tell my clients, you don't have to put those pieces every six weeks. You can do these if you're extremely low maintenance and you're a brunette and you want to tackle your grays, you can incorporate these pieces maybe twice a year mm-hmm. now i'm going very maintenance and you're going to be like twice a year i would love that if i only have to do highlights like once every six months but at the least you know you can do like three times or four times a year so that would help you blend in the grays however boy when it comes to brunettes gray and brunettes are like the tough ones then it takes me to the redhead you know um i'm sure you're one of them i don't know lauren and don't hold me against it but um most of women, they are like, I don't want any red. Are you one of them also? I'm forgetting. Yeah, kind of. I mean, it depends. I mean, no, yeah. I don't. If it was like a really pretty strawberry blonde, sure. But every any time I've ever had red, well, that was back when I was a brunette anyway. And yeah. I, I felt like a tiger, you know, like it was tiger red. Like it wasn't pretty on me. 
But I mean, of course, I look at every yes. redhead and just with pure envy, like, you know, but I know that yes. I don't think, I don't think, it, I don't think my skin tone, I don't know, but I do have green eyes. I just haven't gone there. Um, not because I guess the reds I've tried were a long time ago and they were like really drastic. So I don't like it. I mean. So, so red is a beautiful color. Agreed. It is a very extended palette and there are so many red stories I have done and I love reds. And, but I agree, but I think it's a misconception also that a lot of Caucasian women, they think that red is not for them. And then they ask me this question, but once I put the strategically placed reds, whether it form of some strands underneath or it's the right shade of red or stuff, they love it. The fun part and the pretty thing about red is that it fades very quickly. So even you're not head over heels about it, you know, it will fade and it will fade into that beautiful, warm kind of blonde in the end. So when it comes to redhead versus grays, that's also somewhat challenging, not as challenging as dealing with brunettes, but more challenging than the blondes. Okay. That, you know, if you are a really solid, beautiful redhead and the grays come, you know, that sucks, excuse my French, but so <laughs> okay. there's ways there that there are ways also that where, um, you know, the redheads could have the beautiful, beautiful, warm kind of pieces going through and what technique you're going to use, you know, whether you're going to do mid shaft to the ends or whether you go from, you know, your, um, your um, part to the ends. So that could be blended also. So in that sequence, blondes, the easiest ones, redheads, and then the brunettes. Some okay. people might disagree with me, but that, that I perceive it. I, I, I trust you. But, okay, so I have another question then. Let's, we're going to have to, we have to tackle gray. Um, I, yeah. A lot of women uh, are going gray. I run a Facebook group called Growing Younger. The conversation comes up. Um, I, I, I have seen women that I think it looks phenomenal. I, I have some friends that have done it, and I think they look amazing. Um, and then, you know, there are women, I'm not going to say, cause you know, that I think they usually come to the conclusion themselves that it doesn't look so good, but I'm, you know, whatever, it's not for me to say, but can you talk about this gray hair trend and what are your thoughts about it? Especially for women over 40. It's one thing if you're 25 trying to go gray, but. So, so that's a thin, fine line. So when we say women over 40, and I think you use that term because you represent that specific yes, um, midlife, women midlife. In, yeah yeah so uh, so women between 40 and 50 um I, I personally don't recommend that they are ready for the full gray okay. project i i disagree because they're still you know 40 is 40 is very young 45 50 is young you know but but well let me ask you this just here's my thing when i see a woman with the women to me that really pull off gray hair that are younger, they usually have great facial features, great skin, you know, so it's almost like a young face with gray hair and the contrast looks kind of cool, you know? Absolutely. Um, you know, and then again, I see women that are not so young embracing, not that young, that, uh, that are clearly, you know, older uh, and some of them just cut their hair shorter, wear it gray. And they're like, 
and they rock it. Like I've seen women of all different, all different age groups, pretty much from, I'm going to guess 40 on, they could be younger. I'm terrible at guessing ages anyway. I try not to, but you know, some women are just, I'm like walking down the street and I'm just like, wow, they look fantastic. Or, you know, there's some, there's some Instagrams that are, that are dedicated to that. And they're usually, they just look great. And I have a few friends that have done it and I think they look fabulous for the most part. Most of them do. Um, so I guess my, my question is some, like, is there a way to tell how your gray is going to look like without having to grow it out completely? Because like, for me, I, I, I've told you, like, I have a little patch in the front near my part that goes gray and it's, it doesn't bother me because it's, it looks kind of soft and, um, it's like a tiny your, little patch. That's your money piece. Yeah. But, but then my other gray hairs start coming out and they're like wiry and icky and I don't like them. So, I mean, if I, if I could like ensure, if I knew that like all of my hair looked like that one gray little soft patch, I might embrace the gray. I might try it. But then I start seeing the other grays and I'm like, no, thank you. You know? So, um, what do you think? Unfortunately, Lauren, your whole uh, hair color is not going to look like that beautiful piece of gray overnight. So that's the, that's the bad luck here, you know, with women. So women said, oh my God, I love this. But then the rest of the hair is so patchy. So if you rewind a little bit, I, one doesn't have to be a rocket scientist or a color expert like me. I'm going to ask you, it takes you 30 seconds to look at somebody and you will tell as an ordinary you know, fashion person, not a color expert. And you would tell, you'll be able to tell, oh, this grade does not look good on her or this grade does look good on her. Do you agree? Yeah, I, I guess. I'm just, okay. So Hamid, I'm really trying to come from a place of non-judgment. Like, non-judgment. like to me, I think if somebody yeah. is, is like happy with how it looks and stuff, I'm certainly not going to be like, ooh, you know. Um, yes, uh, yes you know, that, that's, that's like walking a fine line. Like, I just want, I would just hope that a woman makes the decision and is like truly comfortable with it. And, you know, if you think you look great with gray hair, I think that the confidence is like half the battle, quite frankly. I don't have the confidence. now, (laughs) Great. So now I'm going to, I'm going to rephrase it. I'm the color expert. When you go to a dermatologist, you trust, yes, you trust them. You trust the doctor, right? If the doctor tells you, oh no, this skin, we need to do this. You're going to listen to it. So if I have a whole bunch of women sitting for consultations, it's in the best interest of everybody that I have to be honest because they have come to me with that confidence that I'm going to give them the right advice. So if if I have to look at some people, and sometimes, you know, it's so funny, it happens to me when I'm in the public gathering or in the train or driving, and I look like, oops, so that color could have been a little bit better. Or I say, wow, look at that color. So again, coming back to that question, and I think simply for our audience also, the question is, women over 40, you know, how the gray hair works with them, what should they do? Should they try to embrace it? Should they not try to embrace it? Should they still go darker or lighter? So I think it depends on, as we said, different people, like different uh, factors also. Um, I personally do not, that's, that's me, you know, there are different kinds of artists. I personally do not steer them into the gray world so early unless and until I have all the tick marks in my checklist, you know, their skin tone. 
Are they going to look washed out? Or is it going to add more age to them? I think the biggest question for women is, they come to me, is like, okay, I love gray. Is it possible? And I have to tell you, so many, so many women ask for gray in being incorporated in their hair. However, however, um, they also ask you, uh, what do you think? How I'm going to look? And I'm just being honest with them. So I think it depends on different persons. If you have a beautiful head of gray hair, predominantly about 70 to 80 percent, yes, then I can work with it. And the working with gray hair is not necessarily adding more gray. But first and foremost, there is no such thing as adding that natural gray. It involves a lot of technical process where you have to bleach it and pre-lighten it and then put different tones to see what grays. Is it a gunmetal gray? It's a silver gray. So that's difficult. However, there are other options that if you have so many grays and you look washed out or what, you know, we can add some darker pieces, which is going to add some shine and look at more blended. Got it. So there are different things, you know, you can do. So you're saying that even if you decide to embrace gray hair, you should still see a colorist to help kind of make it look the best it can be. So you have some shine, you have some, you, you, when you see gray women, women with gray hair, a lot of them, it's not like they've just thrown in the towel and said, forget it. I mean, a lot of them are still getting their hair colored, correct? That's, that's, that's right. And in my um, 24 years of coloring hair, Lauren, mm-hmm. I have seen and a lot of people would differ with me, but I have only seen a handful of women who have naturally beautiful gray hair and say, I'm not touching your hair. This is a beautiful color. I cannot even incorporate this. So this is beautiful. Keep it like this. Wow. But at the same time, I, I totally disagree with the fact that, okay, so if you're gray hair, you just go, you buy a silver, purple shampoo and just keep putting it on. No, you need an expert to evaluate your hair. Well, good. So you heard that here, but let me, yeah, no, I, I, but as the trend, I mean, are you noticing, is it just me? It seems like gray hair. It's like a trend now, right? I mean, has it ever been like this in your 24 years before? No, no, it has never been like this in the past few years, even before COVID. Now let's switch our discussion a little bit about the millennials. You know, you are not believe it, Lauren, how many young, beautiful girls, they want gray, nice silver. And if you look at the fashion magazines and uh, the artists and all that, they love those beautiful gray silver locks and there are different kinds of grays and it's a vast kind of palette. So yes, and now coming back to your women over 40 or after pandemic, yes, I told you, I have so many consultations now which who want to go gray and want to know their options. Interesting. I know. I, I mean, I got to say, it's, it's interesting. And I do notice the, the younger uh, millennial generation embracing gray. And on some of them, I think it looks really cool. Like I definitely turn my head and look because it's, it's, yeah. it's cool. It's like a new, you know, it used to be a few years ago, I noticed that, you know, they're dyeing their hair all these fun, funky colors, like, you know, bright pink and uh, a yes. pretty blue or whatever. And now I'm noticing like, purpley grays and gray and silver. And, you know, it's like a new, it's a whole new spectrum. And I think it looks, especially with their young faces, I mean, it looks, I love, I love the, the um, contrast. I think it's so neat, you know, but unfortunately when we get older, that contrast isn't always there, (laughs) you know? So (laughs) I, it's like, to me, I always think like if I went gray, I don't think there would be enough lipstick for me. You know, I'd have to like really load on the lipstick. 
And, you know, I, I just think it seems to me that if I maybe was a little bit less maintenance on my hair, I'd have to be higher maintenance somewhere else to kind of make up for it. But that's, that's me. I mean, I, you know, I, I realize I'm, I realize I'm, I'm not exactly the norm or maybe I am. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's the thing, Lauren, and you have raised a very important point that once you go into a specific kind of hair color, you know, you need to keep in mind different factors. You might have to change your wardrobe and your makeup and, you know, even everything, your glasses, everything. Uh, to give you an example, I was under a lot of pressure because I got this message from this a big celebrity kind of hairdresser, a woman over 40. Um, she's from the Middle East and she is uh, amazing, amazing, a very inspiring story. Um, started in the early 90s uh, from the back of her, uh, you know, apartment in the bathroom. And then, you know, there was no looking back. And then all of a sudden, I got a message that, hi, Hamid, um, this is so and so. And I'm coming to New York and I want you to do my hair. And then, you know, there was a lot of uh, pictures and I felt very honored that she has chosen me. Now, um, mid fifties, yeah, um, very stylish, um, but want very specific kind of pink shades, face framing pink with the brunette hair mm -hmm. challenge. But, you know, we had a beautiful, wonderful consultation. We did it. Coming back to you, why mm -hmm. I'm mentioning her, uh, we did that. She loved it. Then she went back and now she has changed all her wardrobe, you know, because of the pastel pink, all her clothing. And she sent me the beautiful pictures, bring pictures with that color. She looked like a million dollars. So, yes, the way you were saying oh, what lipstick I'm going to find for gray and all that, then you have to do some effort also, you know, yeah. everything has to be complicated and you have to make some changes. Yeah, no, I noticed that too, like as I've gone lighter that I've had to change my makeup a little bit. And then I remember one time I had you make me go dark. I had you take me darker again. I'm sure it was in the fall when I think it's time for me to go dark. And my makeup was all wrong. I had to go, I had to like go dig out the old stuff, you know, the old colors. And it just like, things just didn't look right. It's funny. I, I think that's why I'm so used to like what I, I have now. I can't afford, I can't afford to go buy new makeup. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> But it's, no, it's interesting because I, I just, I get asked a lot about gray hair and I'm like, you know, do what you want, but. I, gray, gray is, so to, to summarize this, gray is beautiful, I but the, the million dollar point here is what shade of gray, mm -hmm. uh, how it's going to make you look like, and is that gray for you or no, you know, so. And not all grays are created equally, clearly. Exactly. And then to also let you know, you know, pandemic has given all of us a different perspective in life. And, uh, yeah. um, you know, hair colorists, when the salons reopened, it was a big challenge. And then I, at some point, was teaching my team and we, did, we thought, should we even have like a virtual kind of consultation before somebody's coming to us? So we are prepared because, you know, A, we need to use extra product because, you know, and what are we going to do? And I have seen, boy, I have seen women, and this was the first time women see their natural color or they look like, okay, what do we look like without hair color? And it was 50-50. Some of them embraced it, but most of them were like, no, I need to see my color. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm going to, this on this that um, 
there are certain clients I saw that, hmm, well, not bad. You know, let's start a new trend, a new technique for color with you. Not what we were doing for the last 15 years. Most of them were like, ooh, and we need to bring them back to that state of shine and luster where they look like 15 years younger. You know, yeah, so some think, people, it. Yeah, I, I think I think that brings up a really good point. I think a lot of us are reevaluating um, and maybe like using this time is that time to make a change, you know, um, sort of like a like coming out of a cocoon, you know, it's like this is the time to maybe make a change. And I know some people that have done it. And I, I, I think it's great, you know, if that's what you're ready for. Because it is. It's sort of like a rebirth right now for many of us. Absolutely. So I, I love seeing people trying new things. I wish, I wish I was brave enough to do it. Not necessarily gray hair, but like something different. I'm just not, you know, I'm just. Yes. It, also, when you walk the streets now, I mean, nobody's walking in the streets and nobody's taking the train. But sometimes I do take the train and I walk like two blocks to work. And I have seen the change, Lauren, is like, I see younger people or even um, women over 40, I see a lot of home coloring and a lot of these crazy, beautiful colors. I mean, they're not done in the right way, but I see people are so like, uh, they want to try anything, you know, right? This, this is, uh, I'm seeing this kind of different trend, you know, especially in New York City. Women should talk to their colors just about doing something different. You know, it doesn't have to be gray, but it could be maybe if you've been thinking about getting pink hair, now would be the time or, you know, do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I must say that I have not, I have not, uh, like, how do I say it? Like right now I'm doing the most distinct, different, unique colors, which I hadn't done five years before. People want to try different things. Like the people are coming for consultation and they want to try out new things also. You also, um, you know, you're happy with your blonde, but you mentioned to me last time that, well, at some point I would like to try a little pastel something, a little strand, you know? Mm-hmm. So people are thinking different innovative kind of ways, you know, you know it's to so enhance funny. When their I was, color. When I was younger, I was like, you know, that I would have been that person that like was like, came in one day with, bright blue hair you know like that was me yeah now that i'm i'm older yes. i'm just like oh maybe i'll do a little streak or you know can i clip it on like i just yeah. i have a hard time with commitment uh when it comes to things like that and you know the other thing too is i just i love you hamid but i don't like i mean i there was a time <laughs> when i only had to see you like every two and a half to three months and now it's like yes. four weeks and i'm like uh oh, I gotta call Hamid because at that six week mark, I have to be sitting in your chair, you know. And so yeah. the speed in which I get my hair colored now is much faster. So the, you know, so now I'm thinking like, well, is there? I think I and I asked you if I should try going gray, and you said no. Yeah. <laughs> you shot no. me down right away. <laughs> no. But but in my gut, I, I knew you were right because I saw my gray hair you know, for two months into the beginning of the pandemic. And I, I knew I didn't like it. So. You didn't. But I yes. thought maybe you yes. could help me. And like also. It. Yeah. <laughs> One piece of advice is that, you know, when people try the home coloring over the counter stuff, you have to be very, very careful because 
you know, A, you, unfortunately, the boxes, because they're very technical. So if it says light ash blonde, that doesn't mean, because it, it depends on so many factors, it's not going to be light, light ash blonde on your hair. And once you do it, then it's so technical to fix it. And it's not that cost effective. So, you know, just be careful. If you want to try something, try something very simple or speak to somebody first, you know. Sometimes the clients ask me, or I'm going to go upstate or I'm going to be out of state. So what would you recommend? And I tell them the most simpler way to maintain the color until the next time they see me. So you have to be very careful. Yeah. Did, did you get a lot of like texts and phone calls? Like what color should I be buying at the drugstore? I bet you did. Absolutely. And then, you know, I have to be very careful answering that question because then, you know, the blame comes on me and I just tell them, I'm sorry, but I won't be able to, you know, because I haven't seen your hair. I don't know what that product is about because I don't specialize in those products. You know, right. I only, we only use the, products, so it's difficult. Yeah. And also with great, now another important thing, yeah, go ahead. No, no, I, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go on. Go on. I want to know what you're about to say. Uh, and for whether your grays are incorporated with an artificial color or you have natural gray hair, um, everybody's texture is different. You must, I strongly believe in using the right products, Lauren. And you know that uh, you've been there, uh, a right product, even for my hair, certain products do magic and certain products which are good for others don't do anything for me. So to get that right shine and luster and the texture out of your gray hair, you must um, use the right styling products or moisturizing products or, you know, products are a must. You believe in that. Oh, I sure do. Well, I find that even with blonde hair, when I, when my hair was brunette, it looked a lot shinier, you know, it just picked up light better. Um, But now that I'm more blonde, I've noticed that it can look very dull and brassy and you know just not very sh- it's very hard to get shine into blonde well my color yes. blonde hair yes so because the light reflects it different and uh, the universal accord is the darker the hair the depth uh, the hair has the more shinier it is um so yes and you know that your hair could look a million dollars if it's the right products are used and it's properly styled, then, then you really see, wow, wow, look at that blonde. And the same blonde can look very not good, you know, if you yeah, don't no, I notice, take care I of it. I a big difference with products, for sure, for sure. And a big difference yeah. from when I straighten my hair to when I wear it curly, you know? So, yes. you know, that, that yes. I've used different products for how I'm deciding to style my hair, too. So <laughs> I have, like, the curly hair products, and then I have the I'm blowing my hair out products. <laughs> Yeah, you know, my, my, my bathroom is a disaster. It's a disaster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because one, one uh, uh, truth of the matter is once you enter into the color world and chemicals are used on your hair, you, you have to realize that you have to use products, the right products, to maintain the you know, integrity of your hair and uh, the pH balance, um, all these different factors. When we are younger and we have naturally lustrous shine here, you know, then it's a different story. Yep. You know? I know. I know. It's all about the luster and the shine. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't want my hair looking like straw. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. No, you look great today, by the way. Oh, well, what, thank what, you. What, yeah. yeah. We're, we're doing this over Zoom so we can see each other. Um, yeah. I, Thank you so much, Hamid. This has been very, 
quote unquote enlightening. (laughs) (laughs) Thank Um, you, Lauren. Thank you so much. Well, you know, I love talking to you. We talk all the time. You know more about me than most people. So anyway, thank you for inviting me. Yo, I loved having you. You know, I've been trying to do this for a while. Thanks, Hamid. Okay, guys, we're going to wrap this up. If you've enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps us out quite a lot. And I have a new pro-aging podcast weekly, so please contact Lauren at fountain30.com for sponsorship opportunities. Thanks so much. Stay well, everybody. Stay healthy.